Matthew chapter 18. All right. <clears throat> okay. Turn, become his little children, humble himself. They're all actions that he, they're all like actionable words, mm-hmm. which seems backwards. Become as little children, humble yourself. Mm-hmm. How do they seem backward? Turn. It's like it's like a assertion to revert or something, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Like a willful reversion. Yeah. The scripture never says, I will humble you. It he God does humble us. But when it comes to our way of living life, the scripture says we humble ourselves. Mm-hmm. The whole idea there is we were born naturally and we were we were grown to do things our way and to think of ourselves as self-entitled and and having rights and being powerful and mighty and he says if you want to follow me humble yourself Mm. be like a little child what is a little child like help me help me and it's to be broken and down and to change the way you turn from the former way of the man ubermensch and turn Mm. to being broken before me and you do it yourself Mm. yeah um yeah, like in the next verses, it says, "Who shall, whoso shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. Whoso shall cause one of these to stumble, it's profitable for him to die, basically. Um, I guess I thought felt like because this idea of becoming like a child and that a child can be stumbled, it meant to me that becoming like a child is like... A, yeah, like a, a maintaining a level of curiosity or open-mindedness because that can be stumbled. Like, what are the qualities of a child that can be stumbled, basically? Well, I think that the qualities of a child that he's talking about that can be stumbled are uh, they can be misled, they can be harmed, they can be molested, that's how uh, they can be stumbled. That's harmed. what I think he's saying. Yeah, harmed. Stumbled is harmed there. Okay. Tripped up. Okay. I, I'm going to have to edit this one. Sorry. I, I'm my charger. I don't want my computer to die. Sorry, Dad. Okay. Okay. Um, so a child, a child being harmed. Yeah. Like what you're saying, molested, harmed, whatever. Those are all like expository things, which implies there's like, you know, an ignorance that's broken. Mm. So becoming as a child feels like maintaining some sort of ignorance 
Is that a weird and dark way Maybe of... Maybe not maintaining, <laughs> but returning to... Return, yeah. 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 Because we become very carnal as, as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ign not ignorance in a bad way. Right. I know, I don't yes. mean it that, that I didn't, just didn't have another word for it. Yeah. Like hopeful or something yeah. right. is a better word for it. Jesus says, Hey, the children of this world are, are uh, smarter than the children of the kingdom. Mm. You know, he's telling you to just yeah. uh, disabuse yourselves of all your intellectual knowledge and everything yeah. else and become like a child. Yeah. Like stumbling Simple. a child here if you become a child be make yourself like a child humble yourself mm -hmm. and someone stumbles you mm -hmm. my impression of that is they are like bringing in a knowledge that isn't needed yeah. sort of like a maturing a kid too quickly sure that anything but he's he's talking about in the spiritual sense but right. yeah yeah but yeah so it's like 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 emphasizing a knowledge that is true like mm -hmm. it's true of this world oh yeah they're real right. but like not to humble yourself and become as a little child is to not put the emphasis on them that's right okay yeah and just remember going all the way back to the garden which answers so many things in terms of interpretation mm. the knowledge of the tree that was forbidden them was of good and evil of mm. good so you can have all kinds of good knowledge here, but it says if you eat of it, you'll die. It leads to death. So the eating from the tree of life takes you back to that childlike state and you don't become stumbled by the things that can trip you up. Does that make sense? Yeah. Is there a way to acquire good and evil knowledge of good and evil now without it stumbling you? Well, we have to be in the human race. It's what you eat of, what you make your your diet of. Because yeah. we have to learn how to drive a bus, you know, yeah. and fill it with gas. But you, you you fill yourself and feed yourself on that and you wait anxiously to be changed. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I, I wanted to just emphasize more what does it even mean to stumble because he keeps going on mm. woe into the world because of occasions of stumbling for it must needs be but woe is the man where when it comes it's radical isn't it yeah i feel it's like kind of very applicable to me right now i feel like mm. this idea mm, good like pursuing yeah there's a tricky thing because like what about test all things and like challenging and that test all things really i mean if you're a literalist you would test everything i'm yeah. gonna go test heroin yeah but in the biblical context it's test all presentations now you know what my children have been raised with because this is how i am always but uh Tonka. yeah you test all things spiritually I want to tell you that Jesus is a girl who uh, was a lesbian. All right, I'll hear it. Let me test it. Yeah, I didn't. I don't, yeah. Okay. All right. See that you despise not one of these little ones, for I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always do always behold, behold the face the of Father's them. face. Yeah. Isn't that a, that's a radical yeah, one? Yeah. Like what the idea of angels at all the the relation to the Father's face. Yeah. What is that? Well, there's a, there's a heavenly economy that is as different as mammals are to sea creatures. Okay. Okay. The heavenly economy are not human. 
and they serve God in, mm -hmm. in his heavenly realm. And that he seems to imply there that they have, we have personal angels. So if you look at It's a Wonderful Life, you know, uh, the movie, he has an angel. It's his personal angel, mm. and he's trying to get his wings. Mm. So that's the idea. I believe it. I believe we have an angel assigned to us. He's saying that for children, their angels actually have access to the Father. That's wow. how... That's how Children, meaning people like believers yeah, who make yeah. themselves children. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Move your knee. You're bugging me. <laughs> the, um, uh, I, I read it that it could be like that for I say unto you that in heaven, their angels. Yeah. So like the, the spirit of them. Oh, there. like not oh. angels of theirs. Yeah, it's possible you could read it that way. And that would confirm people who deny angelic helps would say they're angels. But the word is angelos there and it means they're messengers. Oh. So I think it means more than that. I think he would have said they're uh, suke or they're numa, but he doesn't. Yeah, or, yeah he says they're, they're angelos. You for sure know that's angelos right there. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> Check I it. just am amazed when you know which one's which. Yeah. Oh, I don't always. Okay. Yeah. Um, if thy brother sin against thee, go show him his fault. I had to write out the verses as I went because these are really heavy chapters. Yeah, he can get heavy. So forgive me for reading them. But um, he says brother. He refers to brother. Thou hast gained thy brother. If he hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. If he ha like, if he doesn't hear you, bring two witnesses. If he doesn't hear you, then bring the church. I assume that's like a really gnarly set of things for church today. But the idea of brother and church there. Oh my gosh, Delaney, this this what you're talking about right here is definitive in how we are different than Christians. Mm. Okay, in the Old Testament, the word for church is there's three words in the Hebrew and it's used more there than it's used in what we call the new Testament. There's okay. three words in Hebrew. Yeah. That talk about the congregation, the synagogue. Okay. And, okay. And okay. in the Greek it's ecclesia. Okay? Ecclesia. Right. So I've asked you before, does Jesus, his message is to who? Jews. Right. Jews only, right? Jews only. Yeah. So he says there, if you have a brother, you know, and that means a brother who's in, the, in Judaism uh -huh. who offends you, go to him. Uh -huh. What church is he talking about there? A brother, a, a Jewish brother. That's right. He's not, he's talking about the ecclesia, the called out, the congregation of the Jews. Now, churches today take that and they think he's talking uh -huh. about a church uh -huh. later and he's instructing them of what that should look like. Uh -huh. And perhaps he is, but he is, says, my message is to the Jews. He's talking to Jews. The context of this is Jews. And he says, listen, this is what you do. Uh -huh. If your brother offends you, you go to him, you know, and then bring the elders of the, of the congregation of the Jews and then have the, them decide who was his message to them. So it's, you cannot extract that and, us, and assign it to church today is my whole point, hmm. okay? I mean, it's a big point. It is a huge, long-studied point. Yeah. If you refuse to hear the church also, let him be unto thee as the Gentile and the publican. That's right. 
So that helps That's support another, him. Yeah, yeah it like distinguishes. Yeah, he says, I'm not even talking to those dirty folks. I'm talking to you. That's crazy. Yes, why? And here's the key to what everything I just said. What he was doing was starting the true church that the gates of hell would not prevail against amidst his brethren. And that was the church that he's giving instruction for of how it was to exist. Later, they would include Gentiles, mm -hmm. right? But that was until 70 AD. All of this is for that little church that Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail against. Christians today think it's talking about today. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's talking about this is what you do in my little church from the Jews. And if they don't follow what I'm saying, treat them like Gentiles. That is so insane. Isn't that great? What? Yeah, I I have a lot of questions on what his actual application to gentiles then is but it comes up in his talking sometimes and we're going to meet a syrophoenician woman who he is who is a gentile and he will engage with her mm -hmm. and you'll see exactly how that works when we come to that story mm -hmm. and but his whole thing was old testament church god said i'm divorcing you mm. okay when they didn't accept their messiah and his his new testament church which that's the church Okay, that's the bride. We're not the bride. We're not the church. They were. We're part of God's kingdom. We reap benefits of the bride. Yeah. They, they, they set all this up. They did all this. They gave their lives for it. Okay. Yeah. It's heavy. That's a very specific set of passages that really uh, support yeah. what you've been talking about. Blows the minds of you if you can hear it, but people can't hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it when I came across that one. Awesome. Good um, discerning reading. No. <laughs> You're testing all things. Yeah. Again, I say unto you that if <laughs> if two of you <laughs> on earth shall agree as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father who is in heaven. This sounds like he's saying it only to the disciples. Yes. I wrote. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so people will read that today and say, I can ask him in it. Look at the context. Yeah. He's talking to his trained disciples for his church in that day before he came and rescued her as promised. Yeah. But then it, for when two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. Paul I take that it. as a principle that is still yeah. true, but that's my choice. See? <laughs> you get it? Yeah, I mean... But it's their choice to take this as true. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Everything's a choice. So it's by the Spirit, seekers will discover it. Um, well, I only have one more question for this one. We All have right. four minutes left. Good. Therefore is the kingdom of heaven likened unto a certain king who would make reckoning with his servants. And a long parable. Oh my God, it's the most important parable <laughs> It is the most important. I'm not, yeah, I'm not brushing over it. So I'm let me, bringing it up. Let me explain it to you. Do you understand it? I understand. I mean, I understand it. Okay, who's the king? Oh, in the parable. Okay, the king is God. That's right. Who's his son? Who's his son is yeah, Jesus. Right. Okay, and the king is going to have a wedding for his son. To who? The bride of believers. That's what Jesus is describing there. I don't think that's what's being told here. You'll see. Just, just hang with me. This is in context wait. of all... Oh, wait. I don't think it's that parable. Oh, what is it? I think it's the uh, king with a servant. He forgives the servant of his Oh, dad. wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, did I read that totally, oh, totally wrong? wrong. Sorry. 
I got all excited because of this parable we'll get to. Good. It's a good bait. Get people to keep well, this watching. One's really oh, this one's insane. Yeah. Te- <laughs> share it. What's the question? Um, I, I, m- not much of a question, just to point this out, that it, it, di- it directly talks about, therefore, is the kingdom of heaven yeah. likened unto a king? And right. then he tells this parable. So, like, I, I just, by the transitive property, feel like the kingdom of heaven is this story, That's which right. is forgiveness. That's right. The kingdom of heaven is forgiveness. That's right. And Jesus plainly says, if you don't forgive, I won't forgive you. Or he says, my father won't forgive you. And wh- what is forgiveness's relationship to love? Like I would, it seems like they'd be one and the same. It's an expression of the same. But there's more to love than just forgiveness. Well, I mean, forgiveness embodies love because you're selflessly, sacrificially, uh, uh, insufferably forgiving someone who's harmed you uh-huh. and you're not doing it because they've earned it. Uh-huh. You've do, you're doing it because they don't deserve it. You're putting down your pride. Yes. Become like a little child. Which is a form of forgiveness yes. because you could be proud. Oh yeah. It's like, hmm. yeah. Yes. Forgiveness. If you want to know the maturity level of somebody in the faith, see if they forgive all people of all things all the time. That's a maturity level guilt because when they say, "Oh, you know, this happened, but I don't forgive them," you know they mm. need to grow still. That's thinking of love as forgiveness couches it differently for me. Tell me how it's like. It's more like uh, reactive than active. Like love feels to me like you go out and like assert love onto people, but forgiveness is expressing love in the face of a thing that's happened to you. Okay. And I guess those are kind of uh, the same side of the different side of the same coin. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And I get those differences. I, it just like makes me yeah. think of it a little differently. Yeah. No, Not that's fine. Not different. Yeah. But, hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. It wasn't the parable you wanted. Oh, I can't wait till we get to that one. That's a great one too. This is a great one. Yeah. They're, they're all great. <laughs> Except a couple you're just not going to get. <laughs> fish and shekel in the fish's mouth. I love this so much, and it's a half shekel. <laughs> <laughs> Double tax. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Well, that's it for this one. On to nineteen. All right. <laughs>